You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to Now Hear This. I'm your host, Chris Spangle. Now Hear This is a conversation with leaders in Indianapolis that are working to improve the lives of Hoosiers. Our goal is to empower you to join in their work and make a difference while informing you about the unseen aspects of life in Indiana. If you miss an episode, you can listen via podcast at nowhearthisindy.com. We continue our series in support of our program, Brilliantly Black, here in Black History Month. Uh, Brilliantly Black features highlight. It's highlighting black businesses and community leaders. And the U.S. Army is the presenting sponsor. And it is also brought to you by Real 98. Point three, and iHeart Indianapolis Media. I am talking today to Staff Sergeant Anthony Porter. He is a member of the U.S. Army and a recruiter in Anderson, Indiana. First, thank you so much for joining me, uh, Staff Sergeant Anthony Porter, and I appreciate you, you being here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about where where did you grow up and how did you decide to join the U.S. Army? Uh, so I grew up in Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, I, I was born about, I want to say, 10 minutes away from Fort Jackson. So the Army background has always been, you know, within my community. Um, after I went to college, I went to Liberty University. I played football there. And I majored in child and family development. And as I tell my recruits, you know, sometimes life happens. And once that moment happened for me, um, I decided, you know, I was familiar with the Army, um, some of the benefits, and so I decided to contact a local recruiter, and from there, uh, two months later, I was off to basic training at Fort Lindenwood. Well, uh, um, dare I ask what that moment of life was? You don't have to answer if you don't want to talk about it on the radio. So that, that moment of life for me, uh, I went through a phase where my, my oldest brother passed away. Mm. Um, he had a brain tumor. So I just went through a phase of my life where I was lost. And as a young 18-year-old, I you know needed to figure out what was the next step for me. And I decided the Army was an excellent opportunity for me to, you know, to be that stepping stone to where I wanted to go in life. So you decide to join the army. I mean, did you see a TV show and that sparked the idea or how did you get the idea that you wanted to join? Um, so I got the idea from a local recruiter that uh, visited my high school. Um, he will always, you know, come, come in and speak with us. Um, I knew I was going to college um, on a football scholarship, but I always kept an open mind because I always say they never pass up on opportunities. Um, so I listened to the information that he provided, and when that moment happened for me, I contacted him, um, and the rest is history. <laughs> so when you start talking to a recruiter, I mean, you, you can talk about what it what it's like now versus maybe then. I mean, may I ask how long you've been in the U.S. Army? So I've been in the Army, uh, February 18th will be 12 years for me. Okay, so when you walked in, what was your experience sitting down and talking with the recruiter, and what do you remember from that moment? Uh, wow, uh, my experience it it was ner- I was super nervous. Um, however, uh, the recruiter he laid out information for me. Uh, I asked a ton of questions. He he answered those questions for me. Um, 
but I also had family members. My I had two uncles that served, so they gave me um, some information, you know, over my life. Um, it was a great experience for them. Both retired, so uh, when I went in there, it was a honestly a no-brainer for me. Um, I, I knew I wanted to join. It was just going through the process of doing it. So what did you do when you first, why don't we talk about basic training? Because I think that, you know, everybody imagines Arlie Ermey and somebody screaming in your face uh, and (laughs) and doing push-ups and like it being a very physically hard thing. Why don't you talk a little bit about basic training and what your experiences were like there and how does that differ from what, you know, is in the mind of maybe a 17-year-old out there that is thinking about this? Okay. So for me, basic training, uh, it was pretty fun. Um, the, and, I, and I say that to say I enjoyed the team building, the camaraderie, the stuff that I experienced throughout sports growing up. I got that same experience going through basic training. So I came from, you know, college football. So the physical aspect was it, it was pretty easy for me. However, um, the other aspects of it, as far as, you know, being away from family, um, you know, not having the phone, stuff like that that I wasn't used to, um, it, it kind of forced me to come out my shell to, uh, to be an extrovert and start to, you know, communicate with other people from different backgrounds, um, different religions. And, and that's one thing that I, I guess I, I enjoy about the Army is that you're going to get that experience from, you know, people from different parts of the country. Um, And you're all going to come together. And I think basic training for me was, uh, was fun time because a a lot of, I guess, team building exercises that I enjoy while I was there. So once you leave basic training, what was your job? Where were you stationed? Where are some of the places that you've uh, traveled uh, in, in your time in the U S army? Okay, so once I once I left basic, I went to uh, AIT, which is Individual um, Advanced Training. I went to um, I joined as a plumber uh, because I wanted to trade during my summers um, and co- from college football. I was working as a construction um, a carpenter. Yeah. So I left basic training. I went to Texas Shepherd Air Force Base. I I stayed there for seven weeks. Then I uh, went to my first duty station, which was Anchorage, Alaska. Um, I stayed there for three years. While I was there, I got deployed to um, Thailand, Micronesia, the Philippines. So we did a lot of humanitarian stuff in those in those different countries. Uh, we built the school. Um, we renovated a hospital and things like that. Once I left Alaska, my next duty station uh, was Fort Stewart, Georgia, right outside of Savannah. I stayed there for four years. From there, well, while I was there, I deployed to Afghanistan. We did a nine-month deployment, came back, and I did search and rescue training. Um, So we was the search and rescue team for the United States Army for two years span after that. Then I was sent to of Fort Lewis, um, right outside of Seattle, Washington. 
I was there for nine months, uh, but I got recruiting orders uh, shortly after I got there, and, and now I'm here in uh, in good old Indiana, so I'm, I'm I'm loving it. An adopted Hoosier. It's well, it's great to have you. Uh, Staff Sergeant Anthony Porter, who is a U.S. Army recruiter in Anderson, Indiana. And we were talking off air, and you've done all this while having a family, have you not? Tell us a little bit about your family. Yeah, so I'm married. I met my wife in high school. Uh, I got three. I have two, uh, three children, uh, 14, uh, two, and yeah, my, my little one, he'll be one in next week. Well, congratulations. So it, it's been, it's been, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Having, having a family, it, it's been awesome. Um, the most important thing that I, I tell, tell the recruits, you know, for me, making sure that my family is taken care of financially, um, medical benefits and, and education, things like that. Um, the army has really provided uh, a great opportunity for me. So let's let's talk about that because you know I imagine you know with the with the deployments and some of that can be difficult. But talk a little bit more about the stability that the U.S. Army has brought you. What what are some benefits that not only are you offered but extend to your children as well? So one of those benefits for me, uh, for our stability, I'm I'm from uh, my my mom. She raised four boys, four boys as a single parent. So financially, it, it was rough, and you know, one of the things that I wanted to do in my life was, you know, to provide my children a, a stable financial home that, you know, their parents were, you know, we were comfortable. And the army has provided um, a pretty good income, um, you know, for me to, you know, provide a stable household. You know, for my children to never go without food or anything to um, that I've experienced growing up, and that's what I wanted. Uh, you know, for my for my family. So the financial aspect, the medical um, the medical benefits has been amazing. Um, the army has also provided me a great opportunity to put my children in a, a nice neighborhood. Um, so I can provide them the best opportunities, uh, put them in some of the best schools. Sorry to cut yeah, you off. I mean, that, that, that has really been a, the really stable part, you know, the, the great benefit for my family. So, I mean, when you sit down with somebody that walks into your recruiting post there in Anderson, Indiana, and, and if you're interested in talking to someone about this opportunity, you can go to goarmy.com slash Indianapolis or text NDBB to goarmy. You know what? What's the what's the first thing? If you if, let's say let's try this. I'm sitting in front of you and I'm thinking about joining the military. We'll pretend I'm not 37 and overweight, uh, but um, I'm 18 and and much more physically fit than I am now. And yeah. you know I'm I'm unsure about my future. Uh, you mentioned that you know you're giving your kids a life maybe different than you you had growing up or or might have had if you hadn't had these opportunities i mean pitch it give me the elevator pitch what do you say to somebody when they come in and why should they join the u.s army so the the first thing that i when i get an applicant in i ask them why you know why are they here what made them walk through the door and once we establish that, 
I talk about, you know, what's your, what's your three-year, what's your five-year goal? What's your plans? What do you want to get out of life? What do you want to get out the the military? And from there, uh, we sit down, we talk about benefits, we talk about opportunities, we talk about uh, the different jobs that they may be interested in doing. Then once we go through that, we we go through the the, the ASVAB, we put them on a practice test. Uh, if they need to increase their score, we got a program to help them do so. And from there, we just take them through the, prog- the, the, the process. But for me, most importantly, I want to make sure that they're, you know, that they're comfortable, that they're taken care of, that I'm ans- answering all their questions. And especially when I got a 17, 18-year-old, I like to keep the parents involved because parents are a huge influencer. Um, so I definitely want to keep the parents involved, but uh, you know, I, I tell them, um, just try to figure out what's their interest and educate them on how the army could benefit them in their particular area. So if there's one thing that you wish everybody understood about what you do on a daily basis, what would that be? One thing, I, I think uh, most importantly, um, I always say we, we fight perception, um, the, the perception of the Army. Um, sometimes, you know, a lot of people may say, you know, I, I don't want to go to war, I don't want to die, or so I just try to provide them the information, the knowledge that hey, we, are, we have over 150 different part-time and full-time jobs. We have jobs from uh, nursing to mechanical to an electrician to a plumber, you know, like myself when I joined. So I just try to educate them on the opportunities to, you know, expand their horizons uh, about, the, about the Army. Staff Sergeant Anthony Porter, if uh, people want to come and talk to you in Anderson, Indiana, where are you located at? What, what's the location of your recruiting station there? So we're located uh, at 4433 South Scatterfield Road, um, Anderson, Indiana. Uh, our zip code is 46013. And you can uh, reach me at 765-338-9353. And I'll be sure to, I'll be gladly uh, looking forward to help as many people as I can. Staff Sergeant Anthony Porter of the U.S. Army, recruiter in Anderson. Be sure to go to goarmy.com slash Indianapolis or text NDBB to Go Army. Uh, Staff Sergeant, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me, sir. Thanks for listening to Now Hear This. I'm your host, Chris Spangle. If you missed any portion of our program, you can listen on our website, nowhearthisindy.com. If you'd like to have your organization featured on the show, please email Gabby at nowhearthisindy at iheartmedia.com. Thanks for listening, and we will be back again next weekend with Now Hear This. In the span of two years, podcast advertising has become a billion-dollar industry. Why? Changes to social media and search engines aren't getting the same results as they used to. And let's be honest, why would anyone want to financially support them? 
Plus, the loyal audiences of audio brands have a better return on investment. Need more convincing on that? Look up Edison Research's Infinite Dial. As the longest-running libertarian network, the audience of the We Are Libertarians podcast network have been our partners in growth for almost a decade. We are looking for advertisers that will enhance the lives of our listeners, and we have only six slots available for companies that are looking to grow with us. Volume matters in advertising, and no other libertarian brand can offer you over 40 episodes across 10 shows a month while reaching tens of thousands of people for one easy monthly payment. It is simple. Email me now, Chris Spangle at chrisspangle.com, and let us start supporting your business as you support ours.